Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Nez here. East Society Podcast, Anchor Edition, Blu-ray update. Yeah, I haven't been uh, uh, around. Well, I've been around, but I haven't done, uh, done one of these in a while. So this episode, I got a kind of a stack. Uh, this ain't all of them. Uh, I know I have more that, that I picked up, but uh, these are all the ones that were on top of the stack. So let's get it going. I'm going to start off with a, a Scream Factory, Shout Factory, whatever you want to call it, uh, collector's edition of the John Carpenter sci-fi drama classic uh, Starman. It stars Jeff Bridges and Karen Allen. Uh, when his spacecraft is shot down over Wisconsin, an alien, Jeff Bridges, arrives at a remote cabin of a distraught young widow, Jenny Hayden, Karen Allen and clones itself into the form of her recently deceased husband. The alien coerces the shell-shocked Jenny to drive him to, to a pickup point hundreds of miles away, explaining that he doesn't, if he doesn't meet his mothership in three days, he will die. Hot on their trail are government agents intent on seizing him, dead or alive. En route, Jenny turns from captive to captivated as the alien reawakens her humanity. Starman is a wonderful film that combines science fiction, road movies, and romance into an engaging, very entertaining whole. That was from TV Guide at the end. Okay, whatever. Uh, special features, interviews with John Carpenter and actor Jeff Bridges and script supervisor Sandy King, Carpenter, Theatrical trailer, TV spots, a still gallery. Um, Green Factory, Shout Factory, uh, they usually put out a, a lot of good stuff. What I really love about these these films, they don't do it with all of them because there was one of my favorite films they, they didn't do. Um, they do a reverse. First, they give you the slip cover of uh, the new art, which I always enjoy, so I always keep those ones. Usually when there's a slip cover, I usually just toss it. But uh, Scream Factory, I keep all those. Um, but if you flip the uh, the insert, uh, the cover, it, it's the actual real poster of uh, how the movie was when it came out. This came out in 1984. Uh, I was already deep into John Carpenter film, so when I just saw his name was attached to this, I went and seen it. And this movie is awesome. Uh, I really love the performance. It is a sad story. Uh, for Karen Allen, but it, it gets pretty cool. This spun off into a TV show, but uh, the TV show sucked. But anyway, this this movie's awesome. Do check it out. Um, I know there's a, another go around. I guess the first go around of Starman, but um, I didn't never pick that one up. I was always planning to, but then uh, this one came out. I saw the announcement that uh, Scream Factory was putting this out, so I waited. So, um, we just keep it with the Scream Factory. All right, this one I just picked up. I had seen this film in the theater back in 79. I actually seen it with a double feature uh, when Jaws 2 was out in the theater. A uh, friend of the show, Mike, uh, his mom took us to see this when we were, geez, we were eight years old when we seen this. But anyway, this is a Scream Factory Collector's Edition of Dracula, starring Frank Langella and Lawrence Oliver. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, sorry about clearing my throat, but. Uh, throughout history, Dra Dracula has filled the hearts of men with fear and hearts of women with desire. 
In this stylish production of Bram Stoker's classic gothic horror tale, Franklin Jella reprises his electrifying, award-winning stage performance as the bloodthirsty Count Dracula as he goes as he goes in search of his ultimate bride. Meanwhile, the renowned and realized vampire hunter, Professor Van Helsing, uh, Sir Lawrence Oliver, seeks to end the Dark Prince's reign of terror over the citizens of Transylvania, featuring all-star cast, fine direction, and superbly... lost oh superbly scored uh, by the great john williams director dracula is an unforgettable ad- adaptation of one of the most enduring horror legends of all time yeah i gotta i'm not used to my bifocals i have the you know, my other pair of glasses which i just so i could see far but when i put on these bifocals bifocals if you're not like those of you that are wearing the wear bifocals, you know. But yeah, if I pull these this disc away or this uh, cover away, it starts to get blurry. So I gotta find that perfect uh, angle. Uh, all you younger listeners, you look what you're looking forward to when you're getting old. Uh, but anyway, all right. Special features. This is a two disc film. Uh, it's got a director's edition uh, of the film uh, introduction. Director John. Bandom, more interview with him, audio commentary with him, uh, the revamping of Dracula. Disc two, disc two is the theatrical version. Hmm, I've never seen the director's edition. I have this on uh, VHS and, and DVD, and that's just the TV, uh, the, the movie, the regular version. So, uh, original theatrical color timing, uh, commentary with historian filmmaker, theatrical trailer, still gallery. But, yeah, this is film. I have not watched it. I just picked this one up within the last couple of days. So, uh, again, with the uh, the reverse covers, I really love that. I'm keeping the slip cover of this because the artwork is awesome. If you have not seen uh, this one with Frank Langella, this is awesome. I didn't know he did the Broadway show. But I'm sure that's uh, long gone, so I won't even bother <laughs> with that. But All right, keeping it with Scream Factory, got, I got the collector's edition of Stephen King's Silver Bullet. Part human, part wolf total terror same thing with the slip cover i love that original artwork i always flip it to that but i do keep these sleep sleep uh, slip covers stephen king's masterful werewolf uh novella comes alive or novellette i don't know how you say these big words you know me everyone uh and stephen king's uh thrilling adaptation of his uh novella cycle of the werewolf a peaceful a peaceful town is suddenly terrorized by a maniac killer um the townsfolk think the madman is on the loose but a wheelchair bound 13 year old Corey Haim, uh rest in peace knows the truth a werewolf is on the hunt with, with the help of his uncle uncle red gary Busey, uh young marty this is coleslaw i'm sure that's not how you say it coastal i don't know how you say his last name but anyway, sets out to stop half man, half beast before he sinks his teeth into another innocent victim. Now time in is now time is ticking and the full moon is about to rise. Special features, audio commentary with not even gonna try that name. Uh, interview with actor Ken Broadhurst. I think that's how you say it. Editor Daniel, uh, another name I'm not gonna try to uh, pronounce. Audio commentary with uh, Daniel Atas. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, with the, I think, yeah, he's the director. 
isolated score sections audio with composer Jay Chantaway. I think that's how you say his name. Interview with actor Everett McGill. Interview with special effects artist Matthew Moog and Michael McCracken. Theatrical trailer, TV spot, still gallery. This film came out in 85. Um, I know I've seen it a million times when it was on like on HBO or one of those channels, but I can't remember if I saw this in a the theater. That's another thing, you young, young listeners, your mind starts to go. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is an awesome film. I first heard this story with a friend of the show, Mike, uh, director Mike Moran. He read me The Cycle of the Werewolf. I spent the night at his house one time, and uh, he loved to read, so I would just sit there and listen. So he read the story to me, and uh, it had pictures, so he would show me the pictures too. So when this film came out, I can't remember if I saw it with him or someone else. I don't know. I know I've watched it with him many times at his house. But this movie's awesome. Do check it out. And it does have the the late and great Corey Haim. Uh, I think one of his best uh, younger roles. But this film's awesome. It's Stephen King. It, it's dated. Uh, but the effects are awesome. Uh, just uh, the practical effects. The werewolf. The transformation scene wasn't the greatest. I, I think what ruins uh, werewolf transformation, especially during the, this time uh, in, in horror films, is... American Werewolf in London. That was so awesome. But then when all these other werewolf movies started coming out, it's like it was it was hard to uh, enjoy the the magic of, of special effects with the with the transformations. But uh, this is still an awesome film. Check it out. All right, on to is this the last? No, I think I got two more. Uh, hold on, I gotta rearrange the stack. Is yeah, it is okay. Uh, collector's edition urban legend this is a film that came out in 1998 is that i said the last time i saw this was in the theater and i think i watched it maybe once when it was on tv um it happened to someone who knows someone you know you're next um this is probably the first film that i had seen uh, jared leto in so anyway in a new england college student natalie uh alicia witt this is from TV's Exorcist. I don't remember her. Anyway, finds herself at the center of a series of sadistic murders seemingly inspired by urban legends. She resolves to find the truth about her school's own legend, a 25-year-old story of a student massacre at the hands of an abnormal psych professor. As the fraternities prepare to celebrate uh, the macabre anniversary, Natalie discovers that she is the focus of the crazed killer's Intentions and the ultimate urban legend, the unfolding story of her own horrific murder. Uh, special features, audio commentator by the directors, uh, and then a bunch of other people. Theatrical trailer. This is a two disc uh, edition, a full length documentary on the making of the film. Um, pretty much the whole cast is, is going to be this, as well as the, the great uh, Robert England. He's in this, and uh, Brad Dourif as well. Um, was he, I think he was one of the producers. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. That's Brad Luff. Uh, but Brad Dourif is in this. I remember seeing his name in the credits and I was like, oh, sweet. But he's only in it for like a second. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, all the cast behind the scene footage and, uh, the archival making of featurette. So, uh, again, I have not seen this in a very long time. Um, it's got the, the awesome artwork. 
uh, of the killer. The, the killer in this, which was funny, is um, it was just someone wearing a big old winter coat uh, with the fur around the hood. And I was kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. I mean, but this was the time when they were just making, uh, just trying to make slasher movies of the 90s. I mean, Scream kind of uh, opened the door for a lot of them. And uh, there's all kinds of people in this that you that you will know uh, that's in this. I know Joshua Jackson's in this. Um, like I said, Robert England, Jared Leto. Uh, what's her nuts? Tara Reed's in this. Um, I know there was more in this, but I mean, Jared Leto's probably the biggest one out of, out of anyone in the Academy Award winner for what was it Dallas Buyers Club. But anyway, Urban Legend. I am going to watch this. Hope maybe I'll do it for. Uh, one of my 31 days of horror next year. Uh, but that was cool. I picked that one up. And the last of the Scream Factory ones. This is a film that came out in 1979. I had seen this in the theater. Um, and as, as well at the drive-in. And this is Prophecy. Um, this is a film. Uh, I didn't even know it was on Blu-ray. I just kind of happened to come across it. I have it on VHS and DVD. The thing is, sucks though. I just picked up the DVD not too long ago maybe within the last year or so. And I was like, damn it, because I was always looking for this uh, on Blu-ray. There was a uh, import one, but I don't have a region-free uh, Blu-ray player, so I never picked it up. But I knew it was coming, and here it is. It's in my hand. Uh, it was created by man. It will grow to be fifty feet, 15 feet tall. Its teeth and talons will be razor sharp. It's flesh twisted and warped it will walk upright and when it's born it will be mindless merciless machine of destruction prophecy the monster movie uh, this has two different um covers like i said when, when you reverse it uh it's got the regular uh poster from from the film um and this was another it was like a, another poster that i had seen but it was kind of hard to come by so i i flipped it to that to that cover it's awesome it's the um little uh creature as an egg and it's like there's three different ones uh go on uh, my new instagram page uh blu-ray net at blu-ray nez i'm gonna start taking it's just gonna be just blu-rays and everything uh, of all that i'm jumping on, on that like a, a lot of people that i follow but anyway uh robert foxworth uh damian oman two and ty shire rocky and the godfather star as a doctor and wife who travel to Maine to research the impact of a lumber industry on the local local environment. They begin to investigate a uh, succession of mysterious and terrifying events, uh, illogical freaks of nature, and a series of bizarre and grisly human deaths. Something unmangably horrible waits in the woods. Something unwittingly created by man that will become an uncontrollable, merciless machine of destruction. Veteran director John Frank Frankenheimer, uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau, presents a gritty, violent, and deadly film that packs a death punch and a very vivid, nightmarish special effects. That's uh, from Bloody Disgusting. Special features, interviews with actor Ty Shire and Robert Foxworth, uh, writer, directed Sel direct, writer David Seltzer, special effects artist Tom Berman, and Alan Apone, and... Mimi, somebody. <laughs> anyway, uh, artist by Tom uh, McLaughlin, I think this is what he said, and theatrical trailer photo gallery. This film was awesome. I mean, I loved it. I remember the first time I had seen it, 
uh i thought it was just cool and my the reason i think i love this film it, it does have to it some of this is happening on a, a native res, a native american reservation in maine uh there is some native actors in it but they're the ones kind of in the background uh, the main front two were uh, i can't remember the lady's name but uh aman asante was uh one of the main tribal members uh <laughs> he was a huge actor at the time i guess you gotta have somebody big i didn't mind it i mean i love uh his acting uh, i really loved him in uh, judge dread which i know everybody hated uh, but anyway um he's awesome in this uh and this is a film i think everyone should see i don't know as far as deformed monsters running around the woods but this does have a uh, a lot of read in between the lines and uh uh for today's times as well so but check it out that's prophecy uh, the next one, this is a Academy Award winning film. Uh, Taika Watiki, he won an Academy Award for screenplay. And this is Jojo Rabbit. Uh, this came out last year. This is an awesome film. Uh, I made it in during all my Oscar watches. I got out there, got out there, got out there to uh, to see it. And this film is awesome. Uh, written and directed by uh, Taika Watiki. I think that's a tight, I think that's his name. Uh, this was based off the book. Uh, I think it's called. I can't, this is writing is so small. Either Caging Skies or I can't really read it. By Christine Lunens, uh, writer director Taika Watiti, director of Thor Ragnarok and uh, the Hunt for the Wilder People, brings his signature style of humor and pathos to his latest film, Jojo Rabbit, a World War II satire that follows a lonely German boy, um, Roman Griffin Davis, as Jojo, whose worldview was turned upside down when he discovers his single mother, Scarlett Johansson, is hiding a young Jewish girl. Uh, Ooh, I can't even pronounce her name. In, a, in their attic. And they, this writing on this is so small. Uh, in the spite of the idiotic imaginary friend, uh, Adolf Hitler, Jojo confronts his blind nationalism. Uh, okay. Um, as far as special features, uh, Inside Jojo Rabbit and then commentary. Ooh, I'd like to watch it with that. And deleted scenes and more. This film is awesome. I mean, I loved it. Um, I love Taika's stuff. But when I saw the trailer, I knew it was coming out. But when I saw the trailer, I was like, he's... Taika is playing Hitler. So I was kind of like, okay. Um, so I went and seen the film, and this movie was hilarious. Uh, it had me laughing and, and kind of kept me on the edge of my seat. And this was, uh, this is a sad story. I mean, especially during the World War II times dealing with uh, the Nazis and everything. But uh, this was an amazing film. I know, I believe, I think Scarlett was up for Academy Award. Uh, for acting in this as well she did a really good job everybody in this did a good job uh rebel wilson uh, alfie allen sam rockwell scarlett johansson there's a lot of faces in this theon Greyjoy, he's in this as well there's a lot of faces in this it's a film i think everyone should check out uh okay this is a an action double feature uh with the great uh jean-claude van damme Bloodsport, and time cop all right had some technical difficulties sorry um this uh what you call on the back does not make any sense um 
But Bloodsport, you guys know what that is. This is kind of basically the the story of Van Dam. He's supposed to be the first the first uh, Westerner to uh, go to who to win the uh, Kumite, the Hong Kong's fierce single elimination full contact fighting competition. Uh, he goes to that, and he he takes on uh, I think his name Bolo Young. I think that was his name. Uh, from Enter the Dragon. Um, Am I thinking of kickbox? No, uh, Ogre's in this as well from Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, I love when he gets in the into the, the ring and fights. But the film's awesome. It's just basically him going in there uh, to kick an ass and taking names. Uh, I love this. It's, probably, it's not the first Van Damme movie I'd seen. I think this is the first one that I had seen in the theater. He had come out with some films that were in the theater. or uh, I'll, This is during the era of straight to video. So it wasn't... Um, when did these come out? Uh, Bloodsport was in 1987 and Time Cop was in 84. Okay, let me see if I can read the time. The future could be history in the powerful sci-fi adventure Time Cop as a dangerous time-traveling political Ron Silver sets out to change the past so he can pave his career path to the White House. But the Time Enforcement Commission cop Van Dam is on his tail where he goes searing action and soaring thrills follow. Time Cop. Uh, I think this was probably the no I saw. Well, whenever Hard Target, I think it was either this one or Hard Target was the last. Um, not Hard Target. Um, was it, I think it was Hard Target. I'm getting that with that confused with the um. Uh, oh, Hard to Kill was Steven Seagal. Hard Target was Van Dam. I don't know which one came out first, Hard Target or Time Cop, but I remember those one of the last few. Uh, films that I'd seen in the theater, but Time Cop. I mean, I love Bloodsport. Um, check out Kickboxer as well. Um, Time Cop. I think this was probably to me one of his last uh, uh, goodies. I mean, Van Dam is what he is, but Time Cop. I mean, I really love this film. Uh, yeah, Ron Silver's the bad guy in this, and uh, he's he's just trying to uh, use this uh, technology to change time to uh, get his way into the White House and um, Van Dam. Uh, they they murder his wife because he's he's hot on the trail of Ron Silver, so he's kind of uh, he's one of the time the one of the time cops. What they call it again? The uh, enforcement the time enforcement commission. He's one of the ones he has to go back and fix things. I mean, it was cool. I mean, for for nineteen what did I say it was ninety four? I thought the special effects were decent. I mean, they're not the greatest. I mean, especially with today in twenty twenty. But uh, this is an awesome film. Check it out. It's uh, it's one of the single disc double action uh, films. All right, this next one I am taking you back to nineteen. Hmm. Does it say it on here? Nineteen fifty one. This is a Howard Hawkins production. This is a part of the uh, W the Warner Brothers archive collection. The Thing from Another World stars James Arness as The Thing. Um, sorry for the sniffling, everyone. This this film is awesome. I have not seen this in a very long time. Um, from what I understand, uh, we all saw John. Well, if you haven't, you need to see John Carpenter's uh, The Thing, uh, the remake of that. That movie is awesome. Um, don't expect John Carpenter if you haven't seen this old one. I mean, this is what it is, especially for uh, the 1950s. It was an amazing film. But uh, Arctic researchers discover a huge frozen spaceling inside a a crashed landed UFO. Then fight their 
fight for their lives after the the, the murderous being uh, emerges from the icy ca- from his icy captivity. Will other creatures soon follow? The fame final words of this film are both warning to warning and answer. Keep watching the skies. People are texting me when I sh- they shouldn't, but anyway. A snappy assemble of an eerie, hearing-infused, ooh, Dimitri Tomekin, I think that's how I'm saying his name, his score, uh, Rising Suspense, Chris Christian, Nearby, Direction, all emerge in an edgy classic produced by Howard Hawkins, filled with Hawkins trademarks and rapid-fire dialogue, and people united to do or die stress. Okay. Keep watching the skies and the screen. Don't miss a moment of one of the best sci-fi thrillers of the 50s. John Stanley, Creature Features. Um, yeah, as far as special features, I don't think there's anything on this. It's just the just the film. It says unrated, but I think back in those days, they didn't rate anything. But anyway, uh, The Thing from Another World. Uh, check it out. It, it is an awesome film. I haven't watched it. I do not know uh, how the transfer is, but I'm sure it's pretty good. But I'll check that one out. Uh, I think I'm going to do that with uh, when I start um, original or remake or East Society presents original or remake. Uh, I'm going to do that one with uh, John Carpenter. But anyway, uh, I picked up this Criterion co- collection. I don't have many of these because these are pretty pricey. But this is what, what year did this come out? 1981's Time Bandits film by Terry Gillum. This film is awesome. I love it. Uh, I have not seen Time Bandits in a long time. Let me see. In this fantastic voyage through time and space from Terry Gillum, I think that's it, a boy named Kevin, Craig Warnock, escapes his gadget-obsessed parents to join a band of time-traveling dwarfs. Armed with a map stolen from the supreme being, Ralph Richardson, they plunder treasure from Napoleon, Ian Holm, and... and Sean Carnery. Sean Carnery's character, Ang- Angamon, I think that's how you say it. Anyway, anyway but, but the evil genius David Warner is watching their every move featuring darkly playful script by Gillum uh, and his Marty and his Mar- Monty Python cohort, Michael Fallon, uh, who also appears in the film. Time Bandit is once in giddy fairy tale of a revisionist history lesson and satire of technology gone awry. Um, as far as festival features, I don't know. Usually with these criteria, there's, there's all kinds of stuff on this. So uh, it, it should be pretty good. I have not seen this uh, in forever. So it is one disc. It Actually, if you've seen this film, uh, the map that they're using to travel all over time, uh, it comes with one. So that's pretty cool. I, I pulled it out and looked at it, but uh, I no, I couldn't read the map in the film and i don't know how they read it in this little small version but uh time bandits is an awesome classic if you've not seen this do check it out uh do pick up the uh criterion collection all right this next one i liked it a lot of people didn't they all thought it was stupid but this was was this last year i'm pretty sure it was um yeah my old eyes, my old eyes. Yeah, 2019. This is uh, from producer Sam Raimi. I hate when he puts his names on things. Just because his name's on it doesn't mean it's going to be good. But his, he put his name on this one, and it was good. This is directed by Alexander Aja. Um, this is Crawl. 
Uh, I liked it. I don't care what anyone says. This movie was was awesome. Uh, if the storm doesn't get you, they will. Speaking of alligators, it was certified fresh. I okay, I didn't know that, but uh, as a category five hurricane tears through Florida, Haley Chaos. I don't know, you can try that last name. Rushes to find her father who is injured and trapped in the crawl space of their home. With the storm uh, intensifying and water levels rising, the pair face an evil, bigger, threatening, lurking below the surface. Uh, again, produced by Sam Raimi, uh, director Alexandria Aja, uh, deliver an action-packed thrill ride with a nasty bite. Uh, yeah, this stars that chick, and it stars Barry Pepper, um uh they're kind of it's kind of like a little family drama in the beginning kind of they're not really the the parents are divorced i think and um or did the mom die i can't remember but anyway so but they have not speak she has not really speak spoken to her father in a while but during this uh hurricane uh her sister called her older sister calls her and said look i can't get a hold of dad can you go check on him and she's like ah so she goes over to the house uh, kind of gets stopped up a little because the cops, uh, they shut down the road. So you can't go over there. It's all flooded. But she's like, well, my dad's over there. So she kind of gets around uh, that. She goes to their apartment. He's not there. Goes to the house and uh, starts looking around. He's not there. Uh, the family dog kind of barks around and she kind of uh, notices. Uh, okay, well, let me go check in the basement. So they go out of the basement. She's scrolling around. Uh, this alligator comes at her and attacks her. Uh, but then she finds her father's down there. He's knocked out. I guess he was down there doing whatever, and uh, he got knocked out in the alligator. I think it bit him, so he was. That's why he was laying there. So, but so the rest of the time is them trying to get out of out of the crawl space of, uh, from under the house to get away from these alligators as the waters start to rise. Um, yeah, I, mean, I liked it. I mean, it, it was what it was. It wasn't the greatest, but it was. I thought it was cool, man. Especially, I like these uh, disaster type of things. And then throwing alligators and all that into the mix. Uh, but a friend, my a friend of mine, did tell me he goes. He he's from Florida. He goes. I've lived in many houses, and not once did we have a crawl space or a, or a basement. But I don't know. <laughs> I, I've never been to Florida. So, but crawl. I love it. Check it out. Uh, this one, I picked up the steel book. This is a film that came out last year. Um, there's nothing on the back. I think I threw away the, 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 the other stuff, but this is, um, Stephen King's Dr. Sleep stars, uh, Obi-Wan himself, Ewan McGregor and a bunch of other people in this. Uh, this is the steel book. That's why there's nothing written on the back. Can't remember how many discs it had. They had two. Uh, it's the 4k one. A, a lot of best, best buys has been, getting me with uh their steel books and they're all been uh 4k so but it comes with a blu-ray disc and in the, the 4k ultra hd i don't have a 4k player so i don't know but uh this is an awesome film i loved it it didn't make my top 10 of 2019 but this is this is an awesome film i do love it this is the story um i can't remember how many years well the older years of danny torrance um, kind of just still dealing with the effects of what happened to him and his mother at the um, Overlook Hotel in The Shining. Uh, I really love this film. It, it's got these people. They're kind of like um, they were described as vampires uh, that were going around and killing uh, all the people that shine that have this special power to for them to stay alive. And they come across Danny and this other younger girl that reaches out to Danny for his help. And they're they're trying to defeat the uh the blood or the blood not the blood suckers the the 
the breath sucking uh, vampires of what you want to call them. But I do love this film. Uh, this is Dr. Sleep. Cool uh, cover art uh, as well for the back on the uh, steel book. All right. Uh, this is coming down to the last two. This is a film that came out. I think, believe it came out last year as well. Um, I know it was doing uh, the uh, festival circuit as well as its own tour. And this is Kevin Smith's Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Get to Hollywood. They're going to take the high road. All right. The stoner icons who first hit the screen 25 years ago and clerks are back when Jay and Silent Bob discover that Hollywood is rebooting an old based, the old movie based on them. The coolest duo embark on another cross country mission to stop it all over again. Uh, special features with uh, cast interviewers, uh, Kevin and Jay interview the cast and, and crew bloopers, hair reel. There is a ton of people in this film. Uh, go back to one of the, the last uh, episodes of Jesus. I, I gave my full review on that. But this this one was actually hilarious. This was a blind buy. I mean, to, if you listen to my review of the film, Kevin Smith, the last few movies haven't been the greatest. So I was kind of like, eh. But, I mean, I love the characters, Jay and Silent Bob. I said, uh, I'm sure it'll be funny. And uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, man, they still got it as these two characters. This film was hilarious. Um, this was definitely worth uh, the money, and I'm glad that I picked it up. Um, yeah, there's nothing really too the too much uh, special in it. The film was amazing, hilarious. Check it out. Uh, it wasn't very much. It's under twenty bucks. I think I paid like fifteen for this. But uh, yeah, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Check that one out. All right, on to my last film. This is the 2019. Well, Academy Awards are actually in 2020, but this is. Uh, uh, the Academy Award uh, winner for Best Picture. I know it won uh, multiple uh, Academy Awards. I think it was Best Picture, Best Director. Um, I think it was Adapted Screenplay, I think. Or Story, I don't remember. I know it won uh, Foreign Film. Well, they didn't call it Foreign Film. They called it uh, International Film. But uh, The director, Bong Joon-ho, he was awesome. If you guys listen to my review on that, uh, well, I guess I did that review a long ago, but man, he was amazing. I loved all the speeches he did, but this is uh parasite uh, meet the park family, the picture of an aspirational wealth and the Kim family rich and street smarts, but not much else be, be it chance or fate. These two houses are brought together and the Kim sense a golden opportunity masterminded by college age. He woo the Kim children expeditionally install themselves as a tutor and an art therapist to the park. Soon they symbol a symbiotic <sighs> relationship forms between the two families. The Kims provide uh insuspensable luxury services. Um, I might, that's probably read that wrong, but anyway, uh, luxury services while the parks obviously bankroll their entire household. When a parasitic interloper threatens the Kims' newfound comfort, a savage, underhanded battle of dominance breaks out, threatening to destroy the fragile ecosystem between the Kims and the parks, but turns darkly hilarious and heart-wrenching. Parasite showcases a modern master at the top of his game. Uh, this movie was awesome. Uh, I'm glad it won Best Picture. 
And uh, I mean, I I saw all the films that were nominated except for Little Women. Eh, it just wasn't my style. Um, but this one, I was rooting for the Joker. Um, but then when it got to the day of, I really thought about it, and I like, man, I want Parasite to win, and it did. So, but this movie is awesome. Uh, there isn't much. Um, Was a sneeze everyone it wasn't a cough but anyway um i didn't really dig into the special features if there's any it just says bonus feature question and uh answer with uh director bong jun ho i guess that's all I, I just watched the film i didn't uh see uh anything else on this but the film was awesome uh, i'm glad i picked it up um this is just a regular edition. Maybe Steelbooks or whatever will come out later because it won, but um, this was just the, the ordinary one. I don't think anyone really thought that this would win, much less be nominated for Best Picture, but uh, it's an awesome film. I highly recommend it for all you collectors. I'm sure you haven't or you've already seen it. Uh, don't listen to what the president says. He doesn't know what he's talking about as usual, but this film was awesome i love you have to read the whole film uh it's all in, the, in korean but it's an amazing film i loved it um everyone's ranting and raving about the the director's past work i think the only one i seen was the host i i can't remember i'm gonna have to look up his other stuff and uh watch them i know they're i know they're all streaming somewhere um, but anyway, everyone, that is it. I've gone over my limit. I usually do like a half hour. Um, but yeah, I'm out of here. Anyway, uh, do check out our regular show on the regular network, East Society Podcast on the Skater Podcast Network. But if you're listening to this, you're listening to Anchor. Uh, so thank you so much. Uh, let me pull up the, uh, the, the other ones where we're at. Uh, to hear this show, obviously, if you're listening, if, if you're on Anchor, cool, right on. Uh, but we're also on Apple Podcasts. That's where a lot of people listen to it. Uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Uh, that's just just search uh, E-Society or uh, MacNez, and, and that'll pop up. Uh, but if you're already listening to this, I'm sure you're listening to all the other show. I post uh, all our shows on our Facebook page, East Society Facebook page, as well as uh, Twitter. I put links there and numerous other pages that I post our links on there. So thank you so much for listening uh, to this episode. Again, do follow me on Instagram as well as the Zisu. But uh, for just uh, Blu-ray stuff, just follow uh, at Blu-ray Nez, B-L-U-R-A-Y-N-E-Z all one word and you'll see i've started it i only started this page yesterday so there's only uh, i think i got like 16 posts on there but there's going to be more because i got a ton of movies that i want to put on here and uh, everyone that's following my, following me right now thank you so much but uh yeah that's going to be it for this episode again listen to the regular episode and uh, listen if you're new to the show uh there's plenty more to listen to on this as well and uh, that is it. I am out of here. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, the Zisu and I will be back. Uh, we did put out a, uh, we recorded something. I'm going to have to do some editing because there was a lot of dead air in it. We were driving around when I was up in uh, Eureka uh, hanging out with him. So 
All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Excuse my allergies and the sneezing and the sniffling and all that. And, and if you're listening to this, you know I can't read. So a lot of my words are jumbled. Uh, but anyway, I'm out of here. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later. So until next time, party on.